Roger Roll, and today we are going to talk about motivation and preparation for mission. And to help us expound on this topic is Pastor Peter Joseph. I like to call him Evangelist Extraordinaire because Pastor Joseph has been in so many campaigns, wrought many souls to the kingdom through the power of the Holy Ghost. And so I would say welcome, Pastor Joseph. Thank you so much, uh, Elder Roger. It's good to be here again. And uh, I'm sure that God will use us today to be a blessing uh, to your audience again. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, gracious God, we give you thanks that we are able to be here, to be co-laborers with you to spread this gospel of the good news of peace. Mm -hmm. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Motivation and preparation for mission. And I'm sure, Pastor Joseph, that this topic excites you. Mm -hmm. uh, because we're talking about getting ready for mission. And Ellen White writes in Christ's Object Lesson, page 129, 130, she writes, our life... Our life is to be bound up with mm. the life of Christ. We are to draw constantly from him, partaking of him, the living bread that came down from heaven, drawing from a fountain ever fresh, ever giving forth its abundant treasures. Mm. And I want to pause there, Pastor, because mm -hmm, think mm -hmm, that, that paints mm -hmm. such a wonderful picture, being mm -hmm. connected to Christ and just drawing from him daily the bread of life. She goes on to say that if we keep the Lord ever before us, allowing our hearts to go out in thanksgiving and praise to him, mm. we shall have a continual freshness in our religious life. Hmm. Our prayers will take the form of our conversation with God wow. as we would talk with a friend. He will speak his mysteries to us personally. Often there will come to us a sweet, joyful sense of the presence of Jesus. Hmm. Often our hearts will burn within us as he draws nigh to commune with us as he did with Enoch. When this is in truth the experience of the Christian, there is seen in his life a simplicity, a humility, meekness, and lowliness of heart that show to all with whom he associates that he has been with Jesus and learned of him. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Absolutely deep, absolutely relevant uh, as, as, as we think about um, motivation and preparation. I was looking at two themes um, coming from the reading. 
And one really uh, goes all the way back to when I was in Hillview uh, pastoring um, many years ago. And the, the, the church uh, came up with a wonderful uh, theme, uh, receivers who give, mm. right? Receivers mm. who give. And that's the first theme I want to look at in, in terms of what you have just read from the prophet uh, Ellen White, because um, you, 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 Jesus is the source. Yes. Right? We receive bountifully yes. from him. Yes. Amen. So we, we are the receivers, mm. right? We receive from him. Yes. But once we receive from him, we become givers. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. And, and, and um, exactly um, that experience, that experience was exactly the experience the, 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 the brethren had uh, at Pentecost. Mm. They you see, once you receive, then you have authority and power to do something and to give. Amen. Amen. If if you don't receive anything, you, you have nothing to give, right? And and this is why this is so important. This this principle is so important mm -hmm. because the Holy Spirit came upon the church in a mighty way. Yes, right. It is the presence of Christ through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Right. They were they, they were receivers, and once they were receivers, they had authority, they had power, and um, they were motivated to give. There's this, so that's the first theme. Yes. The second theme I notice in the reading has to do with prayer and presence. Amen. Prayer and presence, because as you said, as we, the reading said, when you pray, mm. when you pray, something happens. Yes, sir. The very presence of God come in your midst. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Yeah, the very presence <laughs> of God come in your midst. And that is there for a reason, because as you behold Christ, mm. then the very qualities of Christ begin to be passed on to you. Humility you mentioned. Right? Yes, you sir. mentioned that. Yes, sir. Right? You know, you're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Ah. Right? You're talking about the character of Christ. Yes. Because it's going to be important before, you know, I look at Jesus and how he operated. It was from seclusion to the public, from the public back into seclusion. There is something we have mm. to get in the inside before we go on the outside. Yes, yes. And, then, uh. and, and then we can't stay in the outside. Or we got to come back again. To refill, yes. go back again, yes. right? So, so when you look at this kind of prayer and presence, right, this is what we have to look at when we are looking at people being passionate and motivated. To, you have to spend time in the presence, in the presence of God. Amen, amen. That puts me in mind of right, where I read that John was in the wilderness, and he spent time with Jesus, so that when he came forward. He came forward with the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, and that that that's again is a is a is a good and I, in fact, every soul winner we see in the scripture, right, actually went through that kind of experience. Look at Paul. Paul spent three years in Arabia. Yes. Right? Elijah yes. spent time in the wilderness. Yes. Moses spent yes. uh, every mighty, yes. right? You yes. have every mighty uh, um um instrument that God uses. Spend time with him. Even Jesus after he, after Ah <laughs> You have to spend time with him. Yes, yes. Amen. So, Pastor, now we, we you you talk about uh spending time and coming forward after spending time. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I, want, I want to read something and then get your opinion on it, mm -hmm. uh, where Paul writes about preaching in Philippians. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is Philippians chapter 1, mm -hmm. verses 15 to 18. Right. And this is what he writes. Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. Mm -hmm. The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely, mm -hmm. supposing <clears throat> to add affliction to my bonds, Paul writes, but the other of love knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking the question, how, how, how is it that, can you explain when he's talking about some preach Christ with envy and strife? And Again, it comes to motivation, right? Ah. That's what, we, that's what we're, we're looking at today. It's motivation. So you have people who are anti the gospel, really, in terms of audience. And so um, the gospel, uh, uh, Paul's detractors know, right, is, is dear to Paul. Okay, so they, they preach the gospel so that people can turn against Paul, right? Mercy. <laughs> it's a mess oh because, because they, don't, they, they hate Paul, oh. they hate the apostle Paul, right? And they know that the audience doesn't like the gospel. The gospel is attached to Paul. So they say, okay, let's preach it for strife and contention, Ooh. right? Ooh. Let's, so once we preach it, people are going to get against <laughs> Paul. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, little wonder when Jesus was here. You know, Jesus... Um, um, uh, did some miracles, and then he told he told the people who received the miracle, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Why? Because right, because he he, he was on a timetable, and to and to allow certain information to get out too quickly would, would set the people up against him. Yes. Right. Yes. And and so he said, okay, don't say anything yet. So these people now, in a kind of reverse way, you know, they say, okay, that this gospel connect to Paul. Right, the people don't like 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 the gospel, so we're gonna do this gospel. Blame Paul for whatever happened and turn them against Paul. Mercy, right? So that's their motivation, <laughs> right? Okay, but there's another group whose motivation is goodwill, amen, love, amen. Right? They want to see people give their lives to Jesus Christ and be transformed and be changed, mm -hmm. right? So Paul says, "Hey, this is not about me." As long as it's preached, I'm okay. <laughs> Whatever happens to me doesn't really matter. As long as the gospel is preached, yes. it's okay. Yes. Right? But the idea is we have to have the right motivation for preaching the gospel, Amen. for teaching the gospel. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And so I, I like how Paul says it doesn't matter to the gospel is preached. Yes. Because so so it even makes me realize that times then those who are preaching the gospel are preaching it for the wrong reasons, but nevertheless, the word gets out and the Holy Spirit can still work on hearts. It's, it's amazing. I don't know how God does it, but he's God. <laughs> that's, that's he's God. Yes. Right? And God could take whatever it is and use it for his glory. Yes. Uh, you know, I know um, you must have had these experiences as well that, you know, you're declaring a message and, 
you finish and you say, man, this was a total mess. I don't know what I did. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody you didn't yes. know God was just just linger, making sure you linger in an area. Can't yes. get to, to your other notes. Yes. Because there's yes. somebody God wanted to hear this. Yes. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the person would tell you, man, this was for me. Yes. Right? Yes, he, yes, you know, yes. So, that, there you get so God, your, your God, witness. God or your is amazing. Cu- yes, uh-huh. just, yeah, so it's not uh-huh. about, it's always it's never about us. Yes. It's, it's God uh, using us. Yes, yeah. amen. Yes, yes. And so I'd ask you, uh, in your personal experiences, Pastor, mm. when, 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 when you share this gospel, uh, and as, as you gave an example just now about, mm. about sharing the gospel, can you give us a, a, a testimony, an illustration of a time when that, as you just talked about, happened uh, with you, and afterwards the person came, and so there was an encouragement for you in in sharing the gospel, even though at the time you felt like uh, this ain't working. Right. You know, sharing the gospel, right, and sharing again is a is a motivation, right? Sharing is a motivation. Um, uh, I remember, like, years ago, um, I was in, um, down in the British Virgin Island. Um, I'm trying to, to, to remember the name of the place now. Um, it's not Tortola. Um, wow. It's the, the, I, I can't remember the name of the, the territory, but we were, we were doing a series, um, there, um, and I'm telling you, it, it, it was something else doing that, that particular series because there was this man who was coming to the series. I'm talking about sharing now, right? And um, I mean, he was just coming all the time. And, you know, and we thought that, uh, well, he was going to receive, right, what we shared with him, right? He was going to receive it. Okay. So... The Sabbath came, Virgin Garda, that's the name of the place, right? Okay. So the Sabbath came where um, the, 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 the man was supposed to be baptized because he had, um, he had, he had like, you know, signed up the, the cards and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and was making himself ready for baptism. Talk about sharing now mm-hmm. and, and how you could be disappointed, right? Um, so we didn't see him the Sabbath. Mm. We didn't see him the Sabbath, mm. okay? And um, we went to to look for him, find out what is going on. Well, what happened is that um, his wife, on hearing that he was going to get baptized, right, apparently she was very dominant and, and, and actually abusive, mm. right? Um, and and she, she drove terror into him. Right and took up the Bible and tore it to pieces what? and yeah all kind of stuff she mm. um, you know um, she did and the man never he never he never you know came through mm. he never really like publicly confessed Christ in baptism and I always wonder you know where you know where um, what 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 really uh, um, happened to him after okay. Now, in the same series, right, the same series, mm-hmm. right, there was this young lady who was probably about in her teens, right, um, and she also received the message, right, mm-hmm. and decided she was going to be baptized. Okay, now, 
her father came against her, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it was terrorizing. It was terrorizing. I'm telling you, right? It was really terrorizing. She was in, in, in her teens. But she, she was determined. Amen. She was determined, <laughs> right? So um, the morning we went and we were going to baptize her. She, she was there. So I was told that I shouldn't go ahead because the father was very angry and he was on that side and he he had said that if he sees his daughter going to water, he was going to shoot somebody. Ooh. Right? And um and I was told he had a weapon. That's what I was told. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Okay. So that morning, um, we didn't do the baptism. Okay, but watch this. Um, as I said, the teenager was determined. So um she decided that she was going to go and live with some other family members, mm. right, and get baptized. Mm -hmm. Okay, so guess what? Five o'clock one morning, right, the plan was that she agreed to and her other family members and whatever, that no matter what happens, she was going to surrender to Christ, right? And five o'clock that morning, right, we baptized her. Amen. Okay, and all the trouble ceased, Amen. Right, uh, the father, everybody, everybody, quiet down after mm. after that. But she um, made a decision, and she stood by the decision, and she eventually, right, in the midst of conflict, right, gave her life completely to Christ. So what I'm saying to you is this: you can share, and share is a great motivation, right? Okay. Sharing is a great motivation. However, what you share, some people may not accept, mm. right? And some people may accept. And you have to understand in sharing the gospel that you can also get pushed back, right? But that doesn't mean that you don't share it. Sometimes mm -hmm. you could be disappointed that you put all this preparation in, you're sharing and nobody mm -hmm. accepting, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? So, so the whole idea is we must share. Like Mary left the tomb and she went and she shared with with um, yes, Peter and these yes, people. Yes. But they didn't believe. Yes, yes. So yes. you have to understand, yeah. people don't have to believe what you say. <laughs> but you, if you believe it, share it. Yes, amen. amen. <laughs> and that's so important. Yeah. Yes. And so even even in that, uh, in talking about what you believe, how, how important is Bible study, especially in, in this time? How important are to be able to know the prophecies of the Bible and Bible study so that when you share, you're sharing accurately in line with God's Word? Well, let me tell you this. Um, it's so important, especially as Seventh-day Adventists, first to know the whole Bible, understand the themes of the, the theme of the Bible, right? And in particular now, understand the prophetic scriptures. Mm. It's very important. Okay, so um, in Bible study, me personally, doing Bible study, right, I, I get more, um, in fact, people respond with more fervency in a Bible study that I would do with them when I'm doing prophetic studies. Amen. It's, it's like they're they're riveted to the pages. Mm -hmm. They they want to know what this means, mm -hmm. right? Um, also, in um, like when I'm doing public campaigns, 
mm-hmm. for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would do, um, I, like I would talk maybe may I talk for a week or so specifically on grace, the gospel, what Jesus did, and all that, and great, right? But then when I start to do the prophecies as it is in Jesus, Amen. you see that's important yes. now. Yes. The prophecies as it is in Jesus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there is there is a kind of attention. And there is a kind of move of the spirit that convict people during those prophetic messages, mm. right? Um, that bring them to some surrender, some decision. So, so it's the same thing when the disciples were on the road to Emmaus, mm-hmm. right? And and guess what? They had they had the wonderful experience of seeing the scars in the hands of Jesus, right? They 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 they, 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 they could see. Right, they, they could see what happened to his head. What happened to his? They could see the scars. Yes, that was a beautiful experience. But Jesus did not just leave them with that experience mm. of sense. Right, he gave them the prophetic scriptures. So in Luke chapter twenty-four, Jesus began to go through all the prophecies concerning himself. Yes, yes, yes. And that Amen. was the conviction. So motivation. We, might, we have to understand it's not just sharing, but motivation is also the word of God. Amen. The prophetic foundation, right? That's motivation. So you, you, you now can motivate people, right, when you're presenting the prophetic scriptures. Mm. Mm. Amen. So also, Pastor, there are times when we want to go and the Lord says, wait. Mm-hmm. How, how do we, we, we recognize that and deal with that? Uh, because even as we, I, I recall, Paul, when he went on his missionary journey, he had plans to go to one place, and the Spirit yeah. literally says, <laughs> to, how, do, how do we, we in, in this uh, theme of mission, how do we know when to wait on the Lord, and how do we know when to go where he sends us? Good. You see, this is an age of activism, right? So people just want to always be going, always want to be active. People, people are literally afraid of silence. Mm. But, but, but the silence of the soul make more distinct the voice of God, and White says. Sometimes Amen. it's important um, just to wait. Now, here's the foundation for, for evangelism when we're talking about waiting, because Jesus said to the disciples, um, don't leave Jerusalem until you're endued with power. Yes, yes he told them to go. But he also told them to wait. Wait until you are endued with power. Amen. Right? So you ask a, a very important um, question. How do we know, right, when we are supposed to wait? Okay, I'm going to give you this example. <clears throat> this, this, this example I'm going to give you. Because what we're doing is far more important than the Super Bowl. Amen. And let Amen. me tell you. Yes, sir. <laughs> what you see when the Super Bowl comes on in February or whatever, mm-hmm. you're seeing the end product, right? Yes. Of a lot of preparation. Yes. That, yes. That's what you're seeing. Yes. It's a lot of preparation. So when you get when they get when when, when the teams now get on that big stage, right? They 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 are ready. Yes. They are ready. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, right? When we talk about waiting. Waiting means, in many cases, right, that you have time for reflection 
on what you're going to do. Mm. What you're going to say. Yes. You can't just show up and not be ready. Ooh. Right? <laughs> right? They have a few guys who's, who came out one day doing evangelism saying, uh, uh, I, 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 I ask you demons to come out in the name of Paul, <laughs> in the name of who, Jesus, who Paul preached. Yeah, yeah, they say, yeah. say, say, Paul, I know. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> but, but, but who are, are you? you? <laughs> <laughs> and then these four, the demons beat them, and, and they, went, they ran out the place naked. <laughs> right? And that's what's going to happen when people don't wait to go right back to what you were reading about the source Jesus mm-hmm. and spending time yes. with him. Mm-hmm. This, this is important. Sp- it's called spiritual preparation. Amen. It's called a waiting time, mm-hmm. right? When you wait before him, when you pray, Amen. When, you, when, you, when you wait for the manifestation of his presence, when you're full of him, mm. you're full of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So full of the Holy Spirit that you have no time to be full of yourself. Amen. Right? Amen. Once, once, once you, because you, you can't just go, because it's a part of the formula. Mm. Right? So once you do that, right, and you get out there to something, dealing with a soul is, is bigger than the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right? The, ho- the whole That's universe all. tunes in. You see, we only see the material, so we don't understand that. Far, thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of angels watching and tuning in. Yes. That's the Lord. It's bigger than the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wonderful analogy. Yes, sir. You can't just go into it like that. You have, you have to prepare for it. And, you know, and it reminds me of a study we, we did some time back that even Abraham, right, the man was so expectant. The man sitting in his tent looking around to see who God oh, going to send no. his way. Yes. <laughs> Bless the Lord. He's pre- you're prepared. Yes, he's when you're prepared. Pre- he was yeah. ready. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He, di- he didn't get ready. As soon no. as they came, he quickly went and took the uh, best calf and said, dress it and bake cakes and insisted that they come and sit under the shade and uh, eat. Yeah. He was ready. Yeah. 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 So we so have to be ready for that opportunity. Ready. And even if you're doing a personal Bible study. You prepare yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, for instance, if I'm going to do a campaign, it's a lot of preparation I do. Yes. Right? I have to do my spiritual preparation, right? In fact, my spiritual preparation is like, is like a lifelong thing because I'm always doing it. Yes. Right? But, but once I know I'm going to do something, as I, 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 get, I get more specific yes. Focus, yes. Yeah, uh, on uh-huh. certain things. Yes. And, and then I also have to do physical preparation. Yes. Right? I, I have to be jogging. I have to be running. I, it's almost like I have a Muhammad Ali type fight. Yes, yes, right? yes, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm trying to prepare and I'm trying to get my mind in gear, trying mm-hmm. to get everything in. Mm-hmm. This is it's total preparation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have to eat right. Yes, yes. You have to get enough sleep. Yes. Ah, yes, you got yes, it. You got yes. it. Yes. So, Pastor, as, as, as we uh, come to a close, I would like for you just to summarize that mm-hmm. which we've covered, and then pray mm-hmm. for our listeners that they will uh, take these words of advice and prepare themselves uh, and be even more motivated mm-hmm. for mission. Yeah. As, as I was saying earlier, we are receivers who give, right? Once the, we have received the Holy Spirit, we have authority, right? We have power, um, again, to give. The world, we have something that the world needs, 
Amen. It's the gospel. Amen. Because the world needs an alternative culture to what mm. we have now. That's why we have the gospel. So we have the gospel, and we need to get that out. So be in, at, at, the, at, at what we call the feet of Christ, like Mary, right? Like Martha. Is Martha? Yeah, I think it's, it's Mary or Martha. One of, yeah, Mary. At the feet of Jesus, learning from him, right? Spending time with him in prayer. That's all the waiting room, mm. right? Asking him to fill us, to show us what to do, right? Once we get our passion from Christ, that's the time when we are ready to go because we have already given the, been given the command. We don't have yeah. to wait on a command. The command That's has it. already been given. Yes, sir. Yes. Right? So we do the preparation, and then we go, and the Spirit of God will be with us, whether it's, it's individual Bible study, right, or you're doing lay preaching, right? But you have to see the essence and the significance, right, of a soul, the Amen. whole of heaven. Yes. It's concerned about. Yes. Amen. Amen. As I said, it's bigger than the Super Bowl. So you, Amen. God wants to use you. So you just got to be prepared to do it. Your motivation is to share, right? Right? Sharing, prophetic foundation, coming together in unity, Amen. organizing yourself, organizing your notes, organizing your church, Right? It's important. You don't just go out there. You have to be organized. You, you, you don't have an organization set up, then you can't get the, the result you're, mm. because you're not prepared. Mm. You're in confusion. You know what God said about the people at, at Babel? Huh? People who are <laughs> against God? He said, he said these, people have set, these people have one mind. One mind. And, and nothing can stop them. Yes. So, so yeah. we better go down and stop them. Yes. And they, and they were doing the wrong thing. Can you imagine when we come together doing the right thing? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's what I'll tell, I'll tell our audience. Let's Amen. come together and do the right thing, what God has said that we need to do. Amen. Okay. So can you close? Let's pray. Oh, God and Father, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for using us to be a blessing. Uh, to the audience, I pray, O oh God, that every person who listens will somehow sense the throbbing of the Spirit of God moving on their hearts to prepare themselves and to be motivated by the beliefs that they have about the gospel. They'll share it and not be afraid. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. and amen. Thank you, Pastor Joseph, for sharing with us on this topic of motivation and the preparation for mission. And I thank you, our listeners, for being a part of Eternal Pages. And our prayer is that you share the gospel, you prepare yourself for mission. Be blessed. Oh.